You're in like a not my problem era, hey? Yeah, a little bit. I woke up in a weird mood today. I was like, you're very snappy. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell if that's a right now thing or just a today thing. <laughs> like, I'm hoping it's just a today thing. I don't know what's going on. So it should make for a really interesting discussion today. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Not Slaps. I'm Mac. I'm Jeeves. And I don't even think that was English when I said, oh, no, 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 slaps. Don't find me. <laughs> Sometimes I say it so fast that I hear back on the recording. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> the pity perhaps. Could you say that louder for the people in the back? <laughs> no. Uh, you no. get what you get. <laughs> and you're not going to be upset. <laughs> some more please no no nope. <laughs> um so today's discussion we is something that i guess we played with for a little bit mm-hmm. but when we were planning out these next couple months we're like okay yeah let's just pull the trigger let's just do it yeah so we're gonna discuss uh the homeschooling versus public school trope but before we do that happy birthday to me yesterday was my birthday oh yeah yeah oh yeah because it's on a monday this year mm-hmm. Yes. I'm 24. Oh my god, so old. I think. <laughs> yeah, you are 24. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I turned 25 this year, so therefore you're 24. I'm 24. I'm British. 25. 25. Wild. Yeah. I'm getting him a cake, or I got him a cake that has the SpongeBob on it that says what's better than, t- or what's funnier than 24, 25. <laughs> I want to get that meme on there so bad. Yeah. But I don't know what cake shop to go to to get that done. Um... There's one in Okotoks called Brown Sugar that might be able Would to do, do it. Would they do that? They do, they're good at specialty cakes. Okay. Um, you, you could discuss that with them if they do, like, printing like that. Yeah. Otherwise, whenever we did, like, printing type of cakes, icing cakes. Yeah. Um, I think my parents just went to, like, Walmart or some kind of grocery store bakery. Oh, okay. I didn't even think of that. Because I was thinking, like, mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. Because sometimes they have, like, interesting cakes. But I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know if they can... How ordering ahead of time goes. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what kind of... Yeah, you could try Dairy Queen. You could try, like, grocery store, see if they still do that. Or I don't know if that was just, like, an early 2000s thing. or if that's a. Or else I just have to, like, get some edible paper or something and just print it myself. Yeah. Or... But you have to make sure you have edible ink, too. Yeah. Which I'm sure it couldn't be that difficult. Yeah. I don't know. But there is a, a bakery in Okotoks called Brown Sugar. That's really good. Yeah. That they do a lot of specialty cakes. You might have luck there. That would be good. Because I was thinking of talking to um, one of our coworkers' moms. Oh. Do you think she would be able to do that? She has the right machinery, maybe. But yeah. I don't, I don't know otherwise. Because what was her, like, it was a whiskey cake or whatever yeah. that she made that was supposedly really good? She mostly does, yeah, whiskey cakes and cookies, though. She doesn't do, I don't think she has a whole lot of, like, baked cake kind of thing. And so yeah. I don't know if she'll have the right technology for yeah. what you want. Maybe I'll reach out and see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that'll be fun. Good so, birthday Monday. You feeling old? Um, <laughs> <laughs> at this very moment in time, no. <laughs> um, my back has been really killing me today. <laughs> so maybe also yes. <laughs> I've been going for walks recently. Um. Hmm. 
just like around our neighborhood because of like I find them like, oh, I don't leave the house very often. So I'm like, oh, I should just gotta move my body. So I've gone for a couple walks. Yesterday, I was like, my back hurts so bad from just like trying to stand up straight. Like my muscles just hurt. And then today mm. they would almost like spasm mm. to the point where I could almost like not stand up straight and like inhale. Like it was really weird. Have you been like slouching a lot more recently or have... I guess. And then so that that was like a shock or maybe is it just like, no, we're tired today. It's just usually what happens. Like if I walk for a long period of time, my back, my back gets really sore. Shoot. So yeah, 24 and going on 80 or 23 going on 80. <laughs> I wonder if getting one of those like posture kind of support jacket, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if that would help or hurt. I don't know. Cause I don't know that it would like, it's just that my back muscles I think are too weak. Yeah. Like I don't use them enough. I wonder if that's if that's what I mean, if it would support it or not, because it, it's holding them in place. Yeah. And so you don't have to like roll and hold it yeah, in place I don't yourself. Have to do such a Yeah, I don't know. It's been a consistent struggle <laughs> for all of my eighty years. <laughs> I just need to start going to the gym again. But Oh, have you been falling off a little bit? Yeah. I like have been trying I got bored of the routine I was doing. Mm. So then I've had a hard time like going. Yeah. Cause I'm learning. I like, I, I like to switch it up a little bit. Like if I do mm. the same thing too many times then I'm like, I'm bored of this. Mm-hmm. But would you meet with the personal trainer again to create a couple? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I also feel like I haven't had a lot of time to get to the gym just cause, um, my sleep schedule is all messed up. So yeah. like I have a hard time like waking up early to go to the gym. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so happy birthday to me. You can mm-hmm. leave your birthday wishes in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> you can send her a birthday card to blah, 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 blah. Literally. We'll no. get a P.O. box just for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But yeah, so I hope I did something fun and exciting and had a great day. Yeah, so right now we were talking about brunch, but see if that follows through or not. Yeah, I don't know, because it's on a Monday, and people usually work Mondays, so I don't really know what what to do. So maybe I'll just go get my nails done. (laughs) Have a jubes day? (laughs) Yeah, I think I might go get some fancy nails. I was going to get a massage, but then I was like, no. Why? I just didn't really feel like I needed... I didn't want to be oily for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. But the brush, like, you could just shower. Well, <laughs> got a point. No. <laughs> but we'll see. I have no idea. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't got any surprises like last year. Yeah, last year was super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year was easier to plan, too, though. <laughs> yeah, because it was on a Sunday. Yeah. I was like, book off the state. Yeah, it was very simple. Yeah. But yeah, and everyone's just like, well, just do it on Saturday or like, don't do it on your day. But I have a really hard time not celebrating my birthday on my birthday yeah because i'm like well it's not my birthday anymore yeah like if i wanted to celebrate my birthday on a different day i'd just pick a random tuesday and celebrate my birthday yeah hmm. but I hope that's pl- just me i hope we're able to plan something for you yeah i hope we're able to do a brunch or something mm-hmm. or a lunch or something would be kind of fun mm-hmm. be really fun but i was thinking of making a facebook uh event because i've not? never done that why not yeah, like that'll be kind of fun. The worst is that people say no or that they can't or whatever for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why not just put it out there? Might as well. Maybe I'll do it <laughs> today, not 
the day that it comes out. <laughs> today of recording, not today of... <laughs> not today of December 12th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so fun. So exciting. So fun. Um, What else is new with you? Started working out. Nice. Yeah, got That's a gym, gym pass now again. Nice. Um, Felt good. Yeah. I was dog sitting the other week. And I have um a couple punch passes to some places in town. Yeah. And so I used up all those. Nice. Um, I made a drop a surprise drop into F forty five, and so I got to do an F forty five workout with that everyone was sweet. again, and that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and then my boyfriend and I we went and got gym memberships and stuff at the gym closest close to us. Nice. And it's really cheap. It's only thirty bucks a month. Yeah, that's nice. I was like, yeah, I know ours. The one that we go to is weirdly expensive mm-hmm. for what it offers because mm-hmm. we have the cheapest or i have the cheapest membership i think and it's 32 dollars bi-weekly okay so it's like 60 bucks a month and you like mm-hmm. just get you get one free like in-body scan a month mm-hmm. and you get access to all of the equipment okay but that's it yeah no we have i think it's like the one I got to is also the most expensive tier. So the two options are either 15 bucks a month or 30 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And there is an annual fee of $50, but like, oh, okay, yeah. well, that's one time mm-hmm. <laughs> for a year. Yeah. Um, We got the 30 bucks a month. So we have access to like the massage chairs and I'm never going to use a tanning bed, but we have access to tanning. We really? have access to in-body. We have access to. Nice. Um, There's like a sound something room or whatever a few other things oh interesting they have a whole bunch of these other perks and whatnot that's way nicer because i think we mm-hmm. do have a sauna and a steam room but they've been mm-hmm. under construction for a while and I've, mm-hmm. i have no desire to do that yeah something we don't have is a sauna or a steam room but mm-hmm. we also like again same thing probably wouldn't use it as yeah as much. exactly and then also with the type of membership we got like the black top tier or whatever yeah. membership um we do have access to talk with a trainer to create a plan for free. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, that's sweet. It's like, I'm like, this couldn't be better for mm-hmm. what I need right now. That's awesome. Yeah, no, ours mm-hmm. is like everything is extra and the base is also super expensive. And then their drop-ins like $32. Yeah. And it's like for drop-in? Like, that's yeah. insane. And with, because with mine, I can bring a free guest whenever I want. Oh, that's way nicer. Yeah. Yeah. And so oh. my boyfriend's buddy. He can't really like, like bother to sign up right now. He can't really afford it. His life's mm-hmm. kind of chaotic and so, but he wants to work out and so. Mm-hmm. But we could just bring him with us every time. Nice. Mm-hmm. The yeah. way she offered it to us is that like, it could have been that um, either myself or my boyfriend gets the black card and then we're just the guests for each other. Oh, okay. so she was like, you can always do that. Yeah. But the only thing with that is that we both couldn't go to like the massage chairs together if we wanted to. Okay. So okay. if it really was like how much do you care about the amenities right because only the one person the card holder could use those the massage chairs i think would be kind of sick uh-huh well i can see us using them together like every once in a while Mm -hmm. so that's why i was like okay well it's 30 bucks a month it's not gonna yeah it'd be 60 dollars for the two of us for the month yeah that's not bad right so no that's sick Mm -hmm. i like last time i got a pedicure i turned on the massage chair and it was nice (laughs) i was like this feels great (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, no, so it's just been that, and then, yeah, on the job hunt still, lots of interviews. Got a working interview tomorrow of recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really hoping that's it. Yeah. I'm hoping that that's the end of my job search, because... That'll be sweet. It's been exhausting, and I need money mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, so I was also looking at... Um, I found a job for a podcast manager for a girl who 
um sarah sociables never heard oh yeah she just like goes around calgary and like tries different things she has a huge like instagram page about it oh fun she's looking for a podcast manager in spring 2024 fun i was like i know how to do that yeah (laughs) so i'm thinking of applying for that and she also has a job up um it's like 10 hours a week or whatever and it's literally just like posting things to social media Mm-hmm. but all i have to do is post them i don't have to make them or do anything with them i just have to proofread and post them yeah and i was like i can do that yeah you got the time <laughs> i can do that very easily and she's yeah. like yeah it's literally 10 hours a week and then the odd meeting yeah and i was like that is actually very doable so i was yeah. thinking of applying for that because i was like might as well good for you That'd yeah be really fun so. It's the creation of the post that gets the most exhausting. And that's, yeah, if it was a creation of the post, I wouldn't yeah. even be thinking about it because it's literally just like making sure that it gets posted to TikTok or YouTube or what Instagram, like. At the time it like, needs to. Yeah. I was like, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Like I had came to this like realization. I guess by this time our giveaway is like done, way done. Mm-hmm. 12, 13 to 11 days done. And I was like during the giveaway where it's like it's all fine and dandy, but I was like, man, I don't think I could be the organizer of this for another brand. Mm-hmm. I just do not care enough. Yeah. Like even though yeah, you'd be getting paid for another brand. Yeah. I just do not care about social media enough. Yeah. For that to be my like full time job. Yeah. And that's really interesting hearing you say that because mm-hmm. it used to be almost the opposite. It felt like where you were kind of like our social media guru. Where well, like, I still get it. I still know social media. And I understand it. Yeah. But I'm definitely more exhausted by it yeah right now that's fair yeah yeah that was a lot mm-hmm. a lot a lot yeah and it's like the i guess it's also maybe phase of life right like i guess if you are getting paid to do that it is easier to dedicate your time mm-hmm. if anything outside of that yeah it takes up a lot more time than yeah you think versus yeah, so other tasks right you're not like going to an office and dedicating eight hours to just logging in every person who's signed up to your giveaway mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing so it could be like yeah phase of year time of life or just i don't know social media as a whole either it's like really fun or it's really annoying mm-hmm. and i think yeah. i'm just more in like an annoying stage like i'm like i just don't care to scroll i don't care to do this that or the other right like i'm on it because i have to be on it not because i necessarily want to be on it mm-hmm. that's kind of where i'm at right now yeah so. yeah i feel that so it could be other factors influencing that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, no, I just I just don't see myself doing that as like a career for like a company or something. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like social media marketing, it's a bit of a headache at times. Yep. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping. Uh, I don't I don't know. I haven't even applied for this job, but we'll see. It was literally just like posting. Like you literally don't have to do anything. It's just someone making sure that and then interacting with people. Yeah. If they like comment on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that feels easy enough. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Can manage an extra 10 hours of something else. <laughs> like it's really not that difficult. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. It'd be good for you to do something. I guess else too. switch up your routine a little bit. Yeah, it just felt like I needed a, like something more, something to get me out of the house a little bit recently. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And then like we haven't been recording as much because we've been like batch recording. So I'm like, OK, I edited all the videos and I'm like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Like you need where you needed this like 
time or whatever to to be at home and do your home mm-hmm. stuff now that you're like there yeah. i can see how it would be and like i definitely exhausting. i don't need another full-time job no i'm still keeping very busy but there is something that i would just like to have a little bit of more of an external purpose too yeah, like a part-time or a quarter time something mm-hmm. rather <laughs> just a little bit extra mm-hmm. but yeah so we'll see mm-hmm. who knows might not even apply for it i haven't decided yet <laughs> You have until spring 2024. Yeah, I'm definitely going to apply for the podcast manager. Yeah. But yeah, they don't even have the listing up. They're just like, these are jobs we might need eventually. Keep an eye out because we might need them sooner. Yeah. But it's oh, fun. well, might as well toss my hat in the ring, get my name out there. Start building you kind a of podcast have brand. Personal experience from it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of do this all the time. Yeah, I'm like, this is kind of my, my main thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's really funny. I went to the eye doctor a couple weeks ago, and he's like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I work from home. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have a couple podcasts. <laughs> oh, and then, so, um, oh, God. I was at a sugaring appointment, and my sugaring lady moved to Kelowna without telling me, and that was devastating. Um, so then I was with this other lady, and she was, we were talking about podcasts, and um, we were talking about my forensics one. And one of the topics, do you know uh, Colonel Russell Williams? No. He was a bad guy in Canada. And her sister-in-law's sister worked with him and was just about one of his victims. Oh, shoot. Yeah. They, like, found, like, he had taken, like, photos of her in the shower, had, like, stolen her underwear, had, like, done so many things and, like they had like photos and stuff and they like showed them to her and was like it was you like he was kind of on to you luckily they were able to catch him before he did anything whoa yeah i was like small world yikes <laughs> that's really scary that's major yikes yeah i was like oh that's real scary but yeah wow i know it's a crazy small world i was like that's yeah. insane that just like a random person that you just meet yeah and she's like yeah I kind of have like a personal connection to him somehow. <laughs> An indirect personal connection. Literally. Crazy. Well, it's also like there's um one case that we did. Um uh that happened in Medicine Hat. Did you ever hear of the Jasmine Richardson? Yeah. yeah. I've I've definitely told you this before. Yeah. They were on their way to kill his family and his family was at my aunt's house. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> yikes. Yeah. Why'd you tell me that after the episode? <laughs> Oh, mm. in the news, have you seen um the cult that took over the school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Queen of Canada? Yeah, the or QAnon whatever. cult. Yeah. Yeah. It's ew, so scary. Yeah. And I was reading more into them because I was explaining it to my uncle. And, yeah. Uh, we were having a conversation about them. And I'm like, so I was pulling up news articles to like better explain to him because I've only like seen a few videos of it. Yeah. Um. And, like, somewhere in one of those news articles, you know when, like, the trucker convoy was going on? Yeah. So some of her members tried to arrest police officers during the trucker convoy and instead got arrested for assault of a police officer. (laughs) (laughs) Under her Queen of Canada authority, they genuinely felt like they had the right to arrest a police officer (laughs) because they were throwing over Canada. I, like, have so many thoughts, and I'm so afraid to share them in case she finds this video and, like, hunts us down. Well, all she would do was send us a, a thing being, like, you have to remove this based off the Queen of Canada, or it's a criminal offense. You'll be set, like, a lot of her thing is, like, 
you'll be tried and executed like a public execution. Like that's her, that's her church stick. Oh my gosh. She wants to publicly execute all officials. Yeah. Let's maybe not bring back public executions. Those can stay in the past. She's like, bring back the guillotine. No. (laughs) (laughs) I signed my petition to bring back the guillotine. Are you bored on the weekend? Here's this new fun family activity. Yeah, well, that's what they used to do. They would. It was a family activity. The fact that the guillotine only like got rid, like got went away in like the what eighties, nineties, even maybe even later in the France. Yeah, it really wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things. They abolished the guillotine only in like the yeah. Are you gonna look it up? I'm gonna look it up. (laughs) I don't remember when it was, but it wasn't that long ago. It was like we were almost alive or alive. Um, It was kind of like it was abolished around the same time residential schools were. Oh yeah. Um, the last person to be executed by government via guillotine was September 10th, 1977 in France. Yeah. But it was, um, France's standard method of judicial execution until the abolition of capital punishment in 1981. Yeah. Wild. Right? That's really, that's not even 50 years ago yet. I know. That's crazy. I know. So, Queen of Canada, she wants to bring it back. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just so... That whole thing is just like... and But they were kicked out of a small town bordering Manitoba, mm-hmm. but they're in Saskatchewan. And then they moved over to the town bordering Alberta. Mm-hmm. So it was only like... It was like an hour or something from Medicine Hat. Like, it was really close. Oh, wild. It was like right on the border. Yikes. Just like north of Medicine Hat. Yeah. And then now apparently she's up there on like some small farm... Or whatever. Oh, I thought they were still in that school. I thought they'd like barricaded no, they've, they've them. Got, they've gotten kicked out of the school now. They've left oh, the school. Okay. But now they're in some farm in the area. I'm so intrigued mm-hmm. by this because it feels weird to be a part of history because this could be like the new Waco or well, the new Jim Jones or the new like. That's what people are explaining it to is Waco. Yeah. Right. But Waco wasn't dangerous. Yeah. Though. That's that's the difference. That yeah. Waco was a, a relatively peaceful. It was just like a a cop who had a vendetta because he failed a whatever they literally yeah that that whole mess it was like is... i'm not getting enough guns waco has guns let's attack them yeah pretty much and right. they were like ah, oops whereas like she's like genuinely threatening to like yeah. kill public officials just because she's the queen and she says so well like and she's in cahoots with some like some cult in the states i think it's out of colorado oh my gosh yeah so like That cult in the States and her, like, they're in, like, in cahoots about, like, creating some sort of, like, union of, like, North America. Oh, I cannot wait to watch this develop. (laughs) (laughs) From a safe distance. Yeah. But if you want to know more on, like... Yeah. If you want to know more of, like, where she's from, like, QAnon, there's actually a documentary on Netflix about QAnon. Oh, interesting. It's called Down the Rabbit Hole. Something like that. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I have family members who fell down the rabbit hole. Mm Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> depends on how far deep you go. And you could be joining the Queen's, um, is it Gambit? Is that, is that, just, is that just the show? <laughs> That's just the show. Okay, then what's, what's this Gambit mean, though? Like, what's it? The, the Queen's Gambit is a uh, move in chess. Oh, it's a move in chess. Okay, yeah. so what's the, what's the Queen's people? What's the word, then? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Court? Court. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. The Queen's yeah, Court. The Queen's. That's what I'm like. Is Gambit the proper word, or is that just the Cause, show? Because <laughs> that was the show. But I'm also pretty sure that the Queen's Gambit is like um a special like technique or move in chess. Yeah. Because yeah, 
Um, that show was actually pretty good. Did you ever watch it? Very good. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Queen Court, the Queen's Court's also a show. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but you know the Queen's uh, people. Yeah, entourage. You be part of her founding fathers of the new North America. Yeah. You want to join her cult? Wow, I'm so excited. Yeah. But apparently in this town, um, people who had like semi trucks, mm-hmm. they would like blare on the horns until the horns like stopped working. Like that's how loud the townspeople were being. Like during the convoy? Or Dur- just during the getting her out. Oh, getting them out of the okay. school. I didn't know the- horns could die. It was enough fucking blaring. Huh. It just, That's something I've never even thought about. They blared until they had no more horn. How does a horn work? It has something to do with air, I thought. Like, like if you think of like a bike horn, yeah, okay, it's like you're pushing true. air through a small thing. So I can that's only true. imagine in a in a truck, it's, it's a similar system, a similar but like thing. modified. Interesting. So if you break that vessel, if there's enough force going through it that it expands or whatever, so it's not going to horn anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> that's that's just my, based on like deductive reasoning, I'm like, that's what my that's brain picture makes sense. Huh? Interesting. I'm sure if I ask my boyfriend about that tonight, I'm gonna get a whole lecture on how it works. But sure, <laughs> record it, and post it to our Instagram. <laughs> Look at that horn work in case any of our listeners cared. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, to get into discussion yeah <laughs> we are not talking about the queen of canada today we are talking about school <laughs> wrong podcast if you want to yeah. know more about the queen of canada i'm sure journey will eventually do something I'll on what the forensics list, for sure <laughs> it's just for sure. fascinating it's I just know. i would like to know why she feels she's the queen of canada you know what i think is she's even she's an immigrant she's from the philippines yeah, <laughs> yeah right and so is she I don't know. I thought there was also something where she's like from the Philippines, but she thinks she's like Native American or indigenous. Yeah, she's claiming that she's like indigenous, right? Or Native and Native American. She's also um, claiming she's an alien. So you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. There's a few pieces going okay. on here. <laughs> a few gears that are spinning that maybe don't function though. <laughs> maybe just a few. Maybe. I just yeah. I wonder if it's like the guy um, who like. Um, killed a bunch of people on a Greyhound bus um, mm. because, like, as like a spirit told him to or whatever. I wonder if she's suffering from the same sort of delusion. Schizophrenia? I don't. Was he diagnosed with schizophrenia? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, something like that. Oh, that case that I was almost a part of. It should be done now. Yeah, I don't know what the final verdict was. Ooh, that would have been so cool. I would have loved to be on jury duty for that case. Right? What was his name again? Uh, Scott. Ajibwe, Ajib, the last it starts with like an A, a day, something a day. I don't even know what to begin to Google this. A D E Y, twenty six year old killing Vanessa is the woman's name, I think. Oh, okay, twenty six year old man. Oh, what was his first name? Michael Scott, a day or something. Michael, <laughs> Michael Scott. No, I mean, you know I mean? it's like yeah. something Michael, something a day. Um, two English names and then an African name. Right. Oh, yeah. Michael John Adenye. Adenye. There it is. Um, it was your all from 2022. Michael John. I wasn't. That wasn't bad. That wasn't, you were very that close. Wasn't far. Yes. Because <laughs> the other guy was Levi Scott. That's it. Oh, okay. It's a very white name. Yeah. He was Native American, I think. Interesting. I think he's like a mix, like a Métis mix or something. Okay. 
Um, yeah, they haven't said anything yet. Just that he was charged with first degree murder. Ooh, so it could have gone longer into the case. Yeah, I think so. Fascinating. They did uh, find him fit to stand trial. Okay, so this the NCR is not happening. Yeah, but that was April 4th, 2022. Okay. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's on trial right now. It was supposed to end, like, November 20th. Like, that's what they scheduled it. Yeah, and then five days ago, there was a news article that said that his trial was set. Interesting. That doesn't make sense. Last updated November 18th. I want to know what uh, what happened between then and now. Yeah. It said he will be facing a four-week trial after he was expected to face a jury in October 2023. Yeah, that was me. Um, And then that's it. Interesting. So we'll keep tabs on it. Interesting. But yeah, oh. Was, huh? Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, to the to the discussion, which is not <laughs> cults or NCRs or <laughs> yeah, uh, switching from true crime to public schooling. Okay, but here's that the thing: that was not a no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But here it is: if you're a cult, you are teaching your children from your home. Oh, indoctrination! And so we're gonna talk about homeschooling, <laughs> <laughs> public education. <laughs> but okay (laughs) so yeah we decided to have this um like hot topic conversation because i was homeschooled and michaela went to public school and was Mm -hmm. raised by a teacher yeah um i guess you could say i was also raised by a teacher yeah not based off of like weak like technically yes it's her job kind of but not like her government official job yes her government official job was a massage therapist yeah for a year yeah um okay but then, but then you're also your mother-in-law or yeah best well, what do you call her yeah she's also a teacher yeah so, so yeah it's been a very interesting and then like my uncle's mm-hmm. husband is also a teacher mm-hmm. so there's been lots of teachery Sur- surrounded by the public education system <laughs> yeah but yeah so yeah. i was um yeah i was homeschooled i did um kindergarten and preschool at a montessori school um, and then I did grade one at public school, grade two and three at home. And then I wanted to go back to public school so bad. So I went back for four and a month of grade five. I was getting bullied. So I left grade five and went to homeschool until grade nine. And then I went to public school, 10, 11, 12. So you had a fairly even mix then. Yeah. But you still say that homeschooling made a foundational part of like who you are now though. Yeah. Um, I definitely would be a completely different person uh, to who I am now. Um, homeschooling, oh, it gives you the space to challenge mm-hmm. um, students. Like, because I texted my mom and it was quite funny because um, I was like, I just wanted to give an accurate rep- I didn't want to like put mm-hmm. words in her mouth of like why she homeschooled us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So it's like, why do you homeschool us? She said, I homeschooled you because I didn't like the person you became at school. Your class was so big and you were so smart, but you needed to be pushed a little. Um, and then my siblings were also homeschooled. And she said, the other two got homeschooled because they were feral and school would have caused them to a fine dust. <laughs> Which is fair and accurate. them to a fine dust. Yeah. I was like, yeah, feral is a good way to describe me and my siblings. Um yeah. When we were younger. <laughs> yeah. Feral farm kids. Literally. Alberta. <laughs> literally just wild banshees. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So like that was um, when we were discussing me coming back from public school in grade five. Uh, mom was saying that like, oh, we could do like fun spelling tests because I was a weird kid. Um, and she's like, you could spell like grade six words instead of grade five words, or you could do yeah. this, or you could do that, and just kind of like, um, yeah. appealing to the part of my brain that was like, yes, I want to be challenged because I was the kind of kid in grade one would be like asking my teacher for homework, yeah, because I thought that's what school was supposed to be about was like homework. I was super excited about that to do school at home. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Weird kid. Um, but uh, like. I'm really, really thankful that I didn't spend the rest of my schooling at that school, mm. especially because it turned into like a sports academy. Mm. So like half the day you do school, half the day you play a sport. Mm-hmm. And I don't like sports, so I would have I wouldn't have been good. And my class yeah. was so big. And like, I still have one really, really good friend from that grade, mm-hmm. but um, or from that school. but. I don't know. I don't know where I was uh, going with that. Yeah. Start your Christmas shopping early with Dyson. If you're not familiar with Dyson, they sell fancy vacuums, hair straighteners, and so much more. If you're looking to save some money on Dyson products, now is the time. These deals are valid for a limited time only, so hurry over to sometimeschabattaslaps.com for more information and links to the Dyson website. And on the flip side, um, I kind of had more of an experience that most of our listeners had. We did a poll on our Instagram and it was mm-hmm. overwhelming how the ratio of homeschool to It was 93% <laughs> were public, public school yeah. and 7% were homeschooled. And one of those was my sister. <laughs> yeah. So for my education, I would say mine was slightly different mm-hmm. because my mom was a teacher. Yeah. Right. And so we grew up, whatever. Um, my mom stayed home while we were really young and then she got back into work right when we were around preschool age. And so my mom was actually my preschool teacher. Oh yeah. And this was in small town Manitoba. So it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. She would also tutor kids for a minute there at our house. Um, yeah. and then she got a job at an elementary school as like the gym teacher. Mm-hmm. And so we started at that elementary school when we were of age. Um, the only year like I, that was different between me and my sister is my sister went to the preschool beside our elementary school okay for the year and a half or whatever that it was like difference for my mom starting her contract at the at the school system okay but for me it was no different because my mom started at the school the year that i started kindergarten oh nice so or very close to so like i always had my mom Mm -hmm. like all throughout elementary school and before that yeah um and so it was fun like i don't know like doing regular school thing like we that was a small country school mm-hmm. where we had more like feral farm kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I have this one guy who I was friends with up until like, I think we graduated high school and we just kind of stopped talking as like adults. Yeah. We would talk all throughout um, g- growing up and whatnot. He would come to school every day with a new scab. Yeah. From something that he did. A lot of it involved a quad. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But always came to school with a new scratch, a new scab, a new whatever from just being a feral country kid. Mm-hmm. But overall I would say our, our education at those schools were really good. Like yeah. because it was small enough, it wasn't oversized. Mm-hmm. Right. Where you said you're not being challenged. Yeah. We had 13 kids in our class. Yeah. It was like 
there was a hundred kids in like the school total. Mm-hmm. Right. And so all of our teachers were really hands-on. All of our teachers knew me on a personal basis because yeah. of my mom. Um, I would spend after school at the school. I would blah, blah, blah. So my education or my experience of education was really good. Mm-hmm. Of course you deal with like the occasional bullying, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But even so, I wasn't like a heavily bullied student. Yeah. My first experience of being like excluded mm-hmm. was in first grade. Yeah. But it didn't like fundamentally change me or to the point where I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. Right. It was like I carried it with me subconsciously mm-hmm. for longer. Yeah, as you would. But that's going to happen at some point in life, regardless of if you were at home for your entire upbringing or if you were in public education. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to come a point where you hit the real world and you're always going to experience some form of bullying. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of do you have the tools then to adjust or deal with it mm-hmm. in a healthy way yeah right so that's the benefit where i'd say like oh yeah if you have those tools at homeschooling if you're able to, to teach that and process that there mm-hmm. i could see why that would be a benefit than if you're like i feel stranded in the public education system yeah so, and like i definitely like mm-hmm. i didn't really notice that like i wasn't being challenged mm-hmm. but if i had stayed and consistently gone through that then yeah i would have mm-hmm. I would not be near as smart or as dedicated as I am today. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I don't know. You just like, it really helped me um, in university. Yeah. Because I was able to just sit down and work and I knew how to teach myself. So when professors weren't teaching you, mm-hmm. I was able to like mm-hmm. do it myself kind of. And see, and so what I was always told, or I'm going to go off, off of that too. Mm-hmm. What I was always told is that even though public education was just like the move for my parents my mom's a teacher she teaches in public education she believes in public education mm-hmm. um very heavily especially at that time yeah right um and then my dad of course also believes in public education so that's why yeah he chose the road because it's what worked for us mm-hmm. um but had i stayed in manitoba there's a strong chance that i would have not moved on to another country high school yeah. with my friends they would have sent me into the city yeah because they both believe that the schools in the city um, had more opportunity which is true they do yeah in hindsight when i talk to my friends who did continue at those public school like their country school and stuff mm-hmm. and then i talk about what i did after moving to alberta mm-hmm. our schooling experiences were like night Very and day different. different yeah and so that's where i can see is like for the both sides of the argument are public education i can see is good as long as you have a good public school mm-hmm. on the flip side homeschooling is good as long as you have a good homeschooling person yeah right a parent a parent who can do it in -hmm. a way that is proactive so there are both sides but where public school system gets bogged down is especially now Mm -hmm. everyone's a burdened yeah and it's very linear right now like read and regurgitate and that's all you got to do yeah there's not a lot of majority of public schools aren't challenging yeah anymore it's just like just get by yeah and that's leads for a clusterfuck of personalities struggling in a building for yeah however long well and it doesn't teach you any life skills because mm-hmm. as soon as you graduate you're like oh hey great mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i know how to write a test but mm-hmm. there's not a lot of written tests in real life once you graduate high school right like there's mm-hmm. no there's no point where like reading and regurgitating ever comes into play unless you do university unless you do university again. and i found in my personal experience university was worse for it Hmm. 
Yeah, it was when I really honed in my ability to read and regurgitate and I stopped yeah. learning, especially when COVID hit yeah. and everything was online and you could do everything open book yeah. and you're just like yeah. surviving to get through, but you weren't actually learning anything. And yeah. there was like no chance for like test rewrites or like whatever. Like you, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of like public education and universities have lost the learning aspect. Mm-hmm. They're just in it for the numbers of like, oh, because my school was big on we have a hundred percent graduation rate. Mm-hmm. We need to keep that up. Yeah. We need that's why our graduations were held in September, was so that anyone who wasn't set to graduate could do summer school and still graduate. Yeah. Which I hated. Well, because they get bonuses for having high yeah students and like it's a financially beneficial for them to make sure that as many people pass as possible yeah but it's like you're not really looking out for the students no because you're not making sure that they're learning no and i found i know this is talking about like public education but i think university falls under public education Mm -hmm. um especially if you do that jump from homeschool to that you kind of got to be prepared for this it was just more restrictive i found like even though universities talked about it, like, oh, yeah, you, you get to be your own person. You get to grow and you get to do these mm-hmm. things as an adult. You, I felt more suffocated going through university than I did high school. Interesting. I felt my creative thought was squashed more. Yeah. I realized how many more limitations there are in the world to get where I want to be. Yeah. I realized it's like, oh, I just have to jump through the hoops and put on the face and be the person and be all flashy. And it yeah. just it felt so inauthentic interesting i had fun at parts of university like i did Mm -hmm. my finland and everything yeah but when it came to the actual education i felt like i wasn't learning anything super beneficial okay at times yeah i did not have that same experience in university i felt like i was learning so much and it wasn't Mm -hmm. until i graduated that it was um glaringly obvious that like there is actually no application for what you learned because people have created this system where what you have doesn't actually matter. Yeah. So it wasn't until I was done. But when I was learning it, it was really cool. It was just frustrating because my university didn't offer a lot of classes that I went to it to take. Yeah. So like that was annoying. Yeah. Um, well, like, and maybe maybe I was in the wrong program and I realized now like with what I'm yeah. doing now, I was right. But even so to get into the program that I wanted to do, it was like, oh, congrats. Like. You did really good in high school, but you didn't do good enough for the program you want to do. So oh. you're going to have to redo a bunch of stuff. Right. And at that time, I was like, fuck you. Yeah, no. Redo. Like, I did it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was 1% under the, the That's average. So I, this might be, like, an extremely hot take, mm-hmm. but I don't think there should be that much pressure on high school. Mm-mm. Because you don't use any of it once you're done. You're not actually being taught yeah. life skills. Which is where homeschooling kind of comes into play because you are able to focus on, like, you're able to learn what interests you Mm -hmm. and what can help you do that. So, like, we would have it where our class would start at 9 a.m. Like, we would do school from 9 a.m. till noon and then we just play outside for, Mm -hmm. like, the rest of it. But we were, like, mom would have us help around the house and do so many things. So, we're able to have, like, life experience Mm -hmm. without it just being, like being forced to sit at a desk all day for school and then Mm -hmm. come home and then you're exhausted and you just want to like do things but you have to eat supper and do homework and then go to bed and do it all again the next day or if you're wired Mm -hmm. right and if you grow up in that system and then life throws hard things at you then you're gonna crack right because 
you don't have that time management, emotional management, because you just have to get by. Yeah, very much. And you're being trained from five years old until 18 to just get by. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's very, um, I've been watching a lot of, um, like movies and books and noticing a lot of themes in them of like the rebellions and stuff. And so I feel like not to get political, um, a lot of the schools are just teaching you not independent thought. Mm-hmm. Like you get taught this, you accept that you regurgitate it. That's what it is. There's no room for creative thinking, creative mm-hmm. outlets, independent thought. Like, okay. Like you said that in your school, you were able to say, this is why this is wrong. Or like you were able to yeah. talk to your teachers and like, they would have convince me why I'm wrong, why you're right or whatever. My experience in high school. Yeah. was very much that. Like, of course there was a certain amount of read and regurgitate because mm-hmm. it's a standardized testing system yeah right but i do feel like my teachers that i had mm-hmm. were very lenient and they understood that like okay this because you got this bad mark mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're a bad student and that's it and that's all for you yeah so there was a lot of room um with my teachers that i had where it's like you could do something extra or you could do it in a different way or you could have like oh, okay you could switch to um like i had some friends who switched to online schooling because the classroom setting wasn't good for them they worked better alone but right. they're not distracted by everyone else mm-hmm. and so i felt like i had a really good high school from the sense of there were lots of options for you to take mm-hmm. as long as you were serious enough to take them right? right yeah and so for example i damn near failed every math test i took in 10th grade yeah but my math teacher's like i know you're not stupid mm-hmm. and so i <laughs> retook so many math tests in 10th grade yeah so i because she's like i'm not failing you because i know I know you know this. I just know you suck at these tests. Right. And see, that's something that I feel like a lot of teachers and a lot of the schools have forgotten Mm -hmm. is that just because you do like a lot of people have test anxiety. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're not accurate ways to like Mm -hmm. measure intellect. Yeah. Like there's so many different things and a lot of people might not be school smart. Yeah. Because I would do the worksheets and I would do okay on the worksheets and Mm -hmm. I get to the test and bombed and just lose everything yeah and the same thing happened in my uh university stats class yeah i was doing all the worksheets i was doing good yeah and i get to the test 50 percent. i'd be like yeah and <laughs> like, that's so annoying and so it, i got an overall bad grade in stats mm-hmm. but i was getting like 80s on the worksheets that are only worth 10 percent of your overall grade right yeah right and it's like i showed up every day i tried and i still did bad because I misread or I misinterpreted something on a test. Yeah, because you like it's tests and tests are stressful, so you're just like mm-hmm. running on anxiety. Yeah, yeah. And so from that standpoint, and yeah, you could you could argue, oh, you're just being whiny or blah blah blah. But it's just like if it doesn't work for everyone, why are we making everyone do it? Well, and so many people I know have like like one of my cousin's girlfriends, like she was in school to be a teacher, and she's like, I don't align with what the education like what i'm learning to Mm -hmm. be a teacher i don't think this is beneficial to the kids like i can't do this Mm -hmm. and even with bryce's mom she's like i don't align with what they want me to do like they've kind of lost the whole thing of educate like school is for kids Mm -hmm. they've completely lost that yeah where and so she was just like i can't do this anymore and it's really disheartening to see because there are some really good teachers out there who would like i just burnt out yeah yeah underappreciated and overworked Mm -hmm. And so that's where I think the homeschool movement is kind of really coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, I know most people I talk to who are our, our age, right, mm-hmm. and who are have kids or are planning to have kids. Yeah. A lot of them are working towards the option of homeschooling. Yeah. And maybe that's just our circle. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not our age as a whole or I don't know. But yeah, I think it's seeing more and more 
of like the homeschooling so that you can have control of I guess what your child is learning or like how they're learning yeah I guess yeah yeah I don't know it's just like it's like public school systems have become so like muddled almost Mm -hmm. that they're just trying to make everyone happy and so many people are just like falling through the cracks Mm -hmm. whereas with homeschooling you can very much individualize it where like with me mom was able to teach me things that a normal fourth grader or sixth grader wouldn't have learned like while I might be lacking in other areas I was excelling in these ones so we were able to kind of individualize it and so if you have like a gifted student who can do that that's great but if you also have someone with like a learning disability or whatever you Mm -hmm. can take the time to work with them and like they don't feel like the peer pressure of like the embarrassment Mm -hmm. of not knowing this and then being held back a grade you just like well and you kind of nailed the um hit the nail on the head there with the disabilities is public school funding for educational assistance yeah is null Mm -hmm. there's like nothing there's nothing if you have a learning disability tough luck you don't have an ea yeah, and you just kind of get pushed through and then you don't end up learning anything and then it's just like mm-hmm. it's not fair to the kid yeah. to do that. But then with homeschooling, you also have to make sure that whoever's doing the teaching is knowledgeable enough to do the teaching and that there's things in place to make sure that they are actually learning and actually moving forward mm-hmm. and like there's still some sort of structure, I guess. And also finances. Mm-hmm. Are you able to be on a single income? Yeah. And that was something that I didn't like. We had one of our listeners respond and she's like, if I was able to homeschool my kid, I would absolutely love to. But I just I can't work and homeschool my kid. Mm-hmm. And that was something I'd never really even thought about. Yeah. But it makes complete sense that like. It's hard enough to have mm-hmm. one stay at home parent, much less one stay at home parent who mm-hmm. then does the teaching. Well, and even with my parents, like my mom's a teacher, so she very easily could have homeschooled us for mm-hmm. years right yeah but no there comes a point where it's like no we need we need money you yeah. need to work again right yeah and so that's we just do your best and try to pick a good public school yeah to exactly. the best of your knowledge right and that's like like that's why we ended up going to public school for high school is because mom's like it, yeah it was either you sit in front of a home or a computer all day or you don't really do anything and you just try and take your ged mm-hmm. and so i was like well why don't i just go to public school mm-hmm. and do that yeah and then, yeah, I was, I'm really happy with the, like, the way my, it went where it was like mm-hmm. homeschool, public school, homeschool, public school. Cause it gave me a really easy, I don't know, like not like to socialize, but it kind of made the transition to either mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. Almost. You had a taste of each. Yeah. 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 I think, so I have a really good friend of mine who is homeschooling her kids right now because her daughter mm-hmm. would have been thrown in the midst of all the covid on and off stuff mm-hmm. and so for their thought process it was originally like why throw my kid into public education is for them to be at home all the time yeah exactly <laughs> right yeah so and it's working well for them and i can i can kind of see myself hopefully i mean i'm so far from having kids yeah but granted i can afford it i can see myself homeschooling for i'd say maybe up until sixth grade or whatever mm-hmm just so they have a good foundation, they know how to think, they kind of get like the basics yeah. down. Yeah. And then they're able to go and then take those foundations into a social setting and navigate public ed- education on their own from mm-hmm. there. And it also right? was nice because I was talking to my sister about this and she was because she also had like the COVID experience where in she was in grade 10. So her first year at public school, 
COVID happened halfway through and she ended up going home. And so she was like, guess I'm homeschooling. (laughs) So she did like, she was through the public school the whole year they were online. And then the last year she went to the outreach school, which is kind of like a weird combination. Um, But she went there and finished and she ended up graduating early Mm -hmm. because she was able to like work at her own pace. But it's not something that that Mm -hmm. one's very hands off where you don't have anyone helping you at all. And like there Mm -hmm. are some teachers there and she's like, that one's not beneficial for everyone. But it was beneficial for her because she was like, I have one year left, like (laughs) get it done, graduate early. And then it gave her the opportunity to start working at her job and working towards like her university and like Mm -hmm. doing all of those things. Yeah. What she really liked. So I guess going back with like with your kids, do you think you'll homeschool? I don't know, actually. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. I haven't made up my mind. I shocked my mom by saying that I would homeschool my kids mm-hmm. because um, the way public schools are going right now, they're scary. And like there's a lot of. um. You just don't know, especially living in a big city, like mm-hmm. the people that they're going to school with. And it's and I think that's also part of the reason that mom like homeschooled us is so we didn't fall in with like the wrong crowd or whatever. Yeah. And so Sheraton did mention that she was like. She liked homeschooling because it allowed her to grow into herself before she was put into a room with a bunch of other people who are also trying to figure out themselves. So she was mm-hmm. like. I was able to make good friends that I'll probably have forever because mm-hmm. I knew who I was. Like, I know who yeah. I am. Yeah. In a sense. And on that same token, though, like, I think, like, every kid in public school has whatever. But I would say I, I always kind of knew who I am. Like, I like there was a yeah. long stint of time. Yeah. Where I've always had good friends. Yeah. My, like, ratio of good friends to bad friends is, like, maybe I had, like, 5% bad friends. Mm-hmm. But it didn't ruin my character or ruin my life or anything like that like yeah. i could tell when something was like enough and i was like mm, you know what? i don't want to be around you anymore and i would walk away yeah right yeah and that's someone who comes from public education solely mm-hmm. right and so i can see both mm-hmm. yeah with yeah it was really good with Grail and Sheraton, but mm-hmm. um yeah i honestly don't know what yeah. i'm gonna do i have no idea yeah but like i might it would just depend on um, what sort of like homeschool facilities there are around. Because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who can just like make up my own curriculum and just like mm-hmm. freeball it. Yeah, I like some sort of structure and direction for it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. They've kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I guess I mean, there's also a certain amount of level like of. For, I guess my myself which is why having a teacher as a parent is the difference here mm-hmm. um is where I was in public education day to day right for most of the year I was doing schools during the summer because my mom mm-hmm. had workbooks yeah and we were required to do workbooks like yeah. every summer joy to do that and stuff and it was during the summer it's like Oh, now you get your life experience. Now you're going to learn how to woodwork and you're going to learn how to do this and you're going to oh, yeah. do this and do all the hands-on stuff. We lived in the country, right? You have to yeah. do certain things in the country or you play. Like, yeah. You find ways of play. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I think is what miss is missing with 
school now kids now Mm -hmm. is that we're also technology bogged down there's no hands-on play learning outside of it so you go from like a crazy school system where every second kid has something Mm -hmm. right yeah that either going on life blah 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 finances or mental or emotional and then you go home and you're being overwhelmed by technology that is almost too old for many kids Mm -hmm. at times right and yeah or you're not in a place where you can do anything hands-on or learn any practical skills you just kind of get like you have a parent who's stressed out so they pass you a device Mm -hmm. and you're like okay deal with yourself but yeah you're not really dealing with the problem anything yeah and so that's also another issue where kids are not meant to sit in a desk for eight hours a day and just sit and behave and so like if Mm -hmm. Graylon had gone to public school for the entire time he definitely would have been diagnosed with like ADD and like oppositional defiance disorder because he just didn't respect the authority of teachers yeah and like all of these things but because he didn't he'd never had to deal with those like Mm -hmm. stigmas yeah yes we had to deal with the homeschool stigmas which were kind of fun (laughs) um (laughs) but like you know what i mean like it Mm -hmm. would just but yeah we were also very fortunate to be in a setting where our mom could stay at home with us and teach us yeah but do you want to get into some of the polls from our listeners yeah yeah, we had so many replies. It was awesome. If you're an avid hiker like me, you're going to love Fire Maple. Their products are crafted to be the most reliable and high-performance gear possible, so you can explore the world with ease and energy. Their philosophy is that outdoor cooking should be just as straightforward and satisfying as indoor cooking. That's why their camping cookware is thoughtfully crafted to ensure that you can enjoy your meals no matter where your adventure takes you. Right now, you can get $99 off shipping if you live in Canada and $5 off when you sign up on their website. Head over to sometimesshabbataslaps.com where you can find links to their website so you can start your holiday shopping and maybe grab a couple things for you. Okay, so I posted a story and asked your thoughts about homeschooling. And so... um. One girl said uh, that if she was married, she would have loved to stay home um, and taught, but she just wasn't able to for life circumstances, which, again, that's not something I'd ever really thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. And it's very unfortunate mm-hmm. that that's something that has to happen. I think for most parents who wanted to be parents, that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's what even like Bryce's mom said, like when they were doing everything online was like you like the students who excelled had a parent at home who was able to work with them and get them set up but she's Mm -hmm. teaching grade one so it's hard to get a (laughs) six-year-old to hop on the computer hop on zoom and sit virtually when all our toys are there yeah like yeah yeah so that was a bit difficult um one girl said uh homeschool teaches life skills um and they're like more valuable because of independence and critical thinking uh she said she went to public school but would homeschool her kids if she has them um but she would also ask them about it as well yeah um and then one girl said she went to public school and hated every minute of it (laughs) um but that there seemed to be a stigma around homeschooling then and there very much was i think there's still i think the stigma comes from the fact that there are some weird ass homeschool kids out there the stereotypes are true yeah and (laughs) like yeah yeah um, i I did um sports for a group of homeschool kids i got this facility and stuff and so it's part coordinated by their homeschooling whatever mm -hmm. right 
And the kids, man, trying to get them to interact with each other. Yeah. Oh, it like, was like pulling teeth. I was like, oh my God, just play the game. Just, <laughs> just kids. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And so like you are able now to socialize. Like there are homeschool outings and we struggled a little bit with the homeschool outings because a lot of the homeschool people that we were hanging out with at the outings were weird. Yeah. And so we were like, no, we're the cool homeschool kids. But I think every homeschool kid thinks that. No. Um, and so that's what one girl said. She's like, homeschool stereotype equals unsocialized kids. So much um, options to learn in different environments, mm-hmm. yeah. which is very, very true. Yeah. And so like one girl, she was homeschooled and public school. She was the same grade as Sheraton. Mm-hmm. So she kind of did like the whole COVID thing. Um. She said she preferred homeschooling. She thinks it's way better because she was able to grow academically and personally uh, more being homeschooled than a public school. Mm-hmm. Um, she appreciated that you can move on your own pace and there's many ways to be taught how to do things versus um, in public school. Teachers can only teach one way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no competition or judgment at your own home, which was awesome. And she said if she could go back, she would be homeschooled way earlier. Um, and there's just so much more time to ride her horses and play with her dogs. Yeah. So... And that was the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one girl who we were friends with, she said she had a hot take on this, but I didn't think it was a hot take because I agreed with it. So maybe it is a hot take and we just have hot takes. <laughs> um, <laughs> she said, I think homeschooling is a way to go. Personally, the public school didn't really prepare me for life in any regard. Her mom taught her and her three brothers until grade eight or nine. And then they went to public school for the diplomas. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can learn the basics from home when we are young and enroll in courses such as finances, copywriting, affiliate marketing, etc. when we reach high school age. Um, unless you know you would like to go to university or college to pursue a career, then you'll have to go to high school for their diplomas regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I think one day when I do have kids, I'll homeschool them and teach them all the basic things all high schoolers ask about, like how to file taxes, how to budget, how to buy a home, how to properly make a resume, how to start a business so that she could set them up better for future financially and prepare them for life. Um, and I completely agree with that. We've kind of mm-hmm. like, we have the comm class, which is career and life management in grade 10, but I don't think we're mature enough in grade 10 to really appreciate and learn what we need to learn. And most people do comm to get it out of the way. Exactly. Like I did it the summer before I even started high school. Same. And so. Yeah. Do I remember anything from it? No. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Like there was nothing in mm-hmm. it that was like interesting. Yeah. Like there, it didn't focus on like how to, how to file taxes, how mm-hmm. to budget, how to. Yeah do all those things are just kind of upsetting and one thing yeah you you don't learn it in high school but in my experience i don't feel stunted by that just because i had parents who did teach me those things outside of school too yeah right so i'm not like i know nothing i'm like my knowledge is minimal yeah but i know someone who does know and will very quickly tell me about it right yeah i had wanted to know i asked questions and so yeah not everyone has that too especially if their parents don't know exactly right yeah or don't have the time or willingness to teach them and that mm-hmm. like yeah in our high school we had like a foods class but everyone just used that as a chance to kind of joke around like oh, it really didn't, yeah it wasn't serious it wasn't taken seriously at all yeah. because our foods teacher sucked see my foods experience is very different yeah i ended up being a ta for foods yeah and so um and then with our foods, we had like school trips and stuff with the foods class. That was oh wow. They kind of it's do like a history and foods mix. And so two of my school trips that I went on 